Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community, where we focus on Magic Arena. Well, everyone, this is a solo episode this week. It's just you and I talking about magic. And what I've got here is a preview. No, not a Double Masters preview card, I wish. It's a preview of a deck tech that I'm publishing this Monday, July 26th. This podcast will talk about the Liliana Death Mage deck tech that I'm working on. There'll be a full video on that on my YouTube on Monday. In the video, I will show how I upgrade this deck, the sideboard, a Core 21 only deck, a full standard deck, and a historic deck. So be on the lookout for that on my YouTube on Monday. In the meantime, you get a preview of it today in the podcast. Now, what I like to do with these Planeswalker upgrade videos is I like to focus them on beginner players that are on a budget. Because obviously, if you've been playing Magic for a while, you've got a lot of cards. And you probably have the money to get the cards you want and such. Or if you're playing on Arena, you've probably got wild cards and that sort of thing. Well, I like to focus on decks that are flavorful, that are like on brand with the Planeswalker, that synergize and such, and that focus on the set du jour. In this case, Corsa 2021. And I think what's very funny is this is the the first time, possibly, that they uh, put cards from different sets in the Planeswalker decks. I've I've been doing these upgrade videos since Rivals of Ixalan, and it's all blurring now. But it feels like every Planeswalker deck had only cards from that set. But Wizards of the Coast has been doing different things recently. For example... Now I guess they're only publishing Planeswalker decks in core sets because they didn't have any for Ikoria. The last one for a regular set was Theros Beyond Death. And I like doing these because this is, again, to help out newer players, to think about gameplay, to think about things on a budget. And that's why I've got this podcast for today. So let's get started. I'm going to be looking at my Arena account in this upgrade. It's really cool that the code for the complete planeswalker deck is in the deck you can load it up into arena and then start tweaking right away don't forget to make a copy clone your deck so that you have the original one you can go back to or else you'll have to go back to the wizard's website and find the deck and sometimes it's cumbersome so make a copy of it clone it and then work on the copy like me so the first thing that i've done is i've changed the mana base um i removed one land one swamp to have a total of 24 these Planeswalker decks usually come with 25 for no big reason. Um, this time, one of the extra lands was the one of the beautiful um, showcase lands, the Liliana showcase lands, uh, which I'm surprised that it doesn't actually come with that one in the arena code. You have to earn that one by playing Jumpstart. Oh, wizards, two steps back, one step forward, something like that. Anyway, so we've got the 24 lands. We've got the jewel of the deck, Liliana Death Mage, a six-mana Planeswalker that gives you four loyalty. Plus one, return up to one target creature card from your graveyard to your hand, so you'll be able to bring back creatures easily from the graveyard to do bigger things. Minus three, destroy target creature, its controller is to life, so any creature, no, no matter how big or small, will die, thanks to Liliana Death Mage, plus they lose two life. And then if you can ultimate her to minus seven, target opponent loses two life for each creature in their graveyard. 
because more of their things die, the minus 7 is even better. So the way I'm making this deck, the deck change here, is a few ways. Number one is I'm focused on only Corset 21 cards. I'm focused on zombie theme and removal of creatures so that their opponent's graveyard gets a little fuller. So starting at the one drops, the Liliana Steward is the first creature that I add here. This is a creature zombie for one black mana. You get a one, two. Then you can tap, sacrifice this creature and uh, target opponent discards a card. Activate this ability only time you could cast a sorcery. So not at instant speed, unfortunately. This is a common card. And so you have to wait for the next turn to do its thing. And so I added a playset of four of these, which will also tie into another creature later on. But I've got here a zombie, which also that ties into another creature that I'll talk about. But Liliana's Steward, one drop. The next creature at the three drops is Liliana's Devotee. So this is a human warlock. This is an honorary zombie for this deck. It's a 2-3 three for three mana. Zombies you control get plus one. So that Liliana's Steward from turn one becomes a 2-2 two -two with this Devotee, who is not legendary. And I've got four in the deck, so if you get all four of them out, you've got plus four, plus zero, and all your zombies. When any of your creatures die at the end step, you may pay two, one and a black. If you do, create a 2-2 black zombie creature token. So this devotee can create zombies as well as powering them up when anything dies on your side. Another honorary zombie is Liliana's Scrounger. This is the exclusive card that comes with the deck. She's a 3-2 human wizard for three mana. At the beginning of each end step, if a creature died this turn, you may put a loyalty counter on a Liliana planeswalker you control. So if you've got Liliana out, you'll be able to power up her loyalty even faster because at the beginning of each end step. So even when something dies on your opponent's turn, they attacked you, you blocked, they died, you can put an extra loyalty counter on your Liliana, getting her to that minus seven even faster. So it's a full playset of four. I'm keeping the single Liliana's standard bearer, three mana for a rare 3-1 with flash. And when the standard bearer enters the battlefield, draw X cards where X is the number of creatures that died under your control this turn. So this is a great creature to flash in when the opponent thinks they're attacking undefended. This will do three damage or flash it in if things have died. Like, let's say there's some sort of board wipe that happens. Okay, great. Flash this in at the last minute, draw a bunch of cards. And then the last creature at the six drop is the Gourmand. A six mana, five, five, flying and trampling demon. As an additional cost to cast this, sacrifice a creature. Okay, so your Liliana Steward, the, the one drop, can be sacrificed for this Gourmand. Then if that one dies, well, something died, the Scrounger kicks in, or something dies, the Devotee kicked in, and that sort of thing, you get a 5-5. Five, five. Also really cool, when the Gourmand enters the battlefield, each opponent sacrifices a creature. So basically four each of all of these creatures for a total of 17 creatures. For the non-creature spells, in the one drop, we've got the Alchemist's Gift, one single black mana, instant target creature, gets plus one plus one, and gains your choice of death touch or lifelink until end of turn. So if you've only got your one one steward, but you've got one extra free black mana and they're attacking with their huge creature, you can cast this instantly, give your creature death touch, and it'll fell them, no problem. Or if you need to add a little lifelink, that'll work as well. And that's four of them in the deck. We have three of Eliminates, two mana, one and a black, instant, destroy target creature, or Planeswalker, with converted mana cost of three or less. So this will wipe out their early plays, those 
those mana dorks and such. Or they're three mana planeswalkers that can be pretty powerful. For only two black mana instantly. Another two mana instant grasp of darkness. This is double black. Target creature gets minus four, minus four until end of turn. So this helps against those indestructible creatures. Whereas eliminate would be a destroy. Grasp of darkness is minus counters. So I love it when they try to add their indestructibility to their creatures. And this still works. Because this gets around it. I'm keeping the three casting cost Demonic Embrace. It's an enchantment. It's an aura. Enchant a creature. The creature gets plus three, plus one, has flying, and is a demon in addition to its other types. So, you, again, once again, that, that little Liliana Steward can become a four, three flyer for three mana. Put it onto your Gourmand, and you have an eight, six flyer, I guess, double flying. And what's interesting about this enchantment is... You may cast Demonic Embrace from your graveyard by paying 3 life and discarding a card in addition to paying its other costs. So later on, if you've got this in the graveyard and you've got a bunch of lands in your hand, you can still cast this from the graveyard for that 3 mana, discard that land, and pay 3 life, and then you give something the plus 3 plus 1. Keeps coming back over and over. Finishing Blow, 4 of these. 5 mana, destroy target creature or planeswalker. So if it's some sort of creature that's a little bit out of your reach of your Eliminate or Grasp of Darkness... It won't be out of reach for the finishing blow. And it works on Planeswalkers too, so I love it. Plus, I love the art a lot. Wiley Beckert has some amazing art here. Uh, I hope they do much more in the future. Lastly, Liliana's Scorn, 5 mana sorcery, destroy target creature. And also, you may search your library and or graveyard for a card named Liliana, Death Mage. Reveal it and put it into your hand. If you search this way, shuffle. Okay, so this is great. It eliminates a creature for five mana and then tutors for your Planeswalker. Your opponent knows there's a Planeswalker going in and if they don't auto-concede at that moment, they certainly will when you start having Liliana do the good stuff. In the sideboard, to deal with cards that synergize with the graveyard, I've put in Tormod's Crypt. Zero casting cost artifact. Tap it, sacrifice the crypt, so you can do it as soon as you cast the, the, the crypt for zero mana. Here's the big brain play. Play this on your opening hand before you even drop your first land and amaze your opponent with your zero mana play. Anyway, tap it, sacrifice it, exile all cards from target player's graveyard. So goodbye Uro, goodbye Cauldron Familiar and the like, wipe out their graveyard for free. We have Duress. Target opponent reveals their hand. You choose a non-creature, non-land card from it. That player discards it. That's for one black mana. This is to disrupt the decks that have a lot of spells, a lot of card draw spells, a lot of dirtling around to get their good stuff in their hand. Their Planeswalkers play this early on. You wipe their Planeswalker right out of their hand before they can even set that up. So this is for only one black mana, Duress. Sanctum of Stone Fangs, 2 mana, Legendary Enchantment, Shrine, at Uncommon. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, each opponent loses X life, you gain X life, where X is the number of shrines you control. Now, the one downside here is this is a Legendary Shrine, so you'll only have one at a time. But what the point of this one is, is to help combat the burn decks, the aggro decks. It'll give you a little bit of life, a little bit of extra life, for you to stabilize your side of things. You get some automatic life gain, keep pinging them as well. The Sanctum of Stone Fangs helps you out. A lot of these aggro decks also come with a lot of little creatures, or in sort of ramp decks, we have mana dorks that ramp that has the opponent ramping into bigger things. Well, next up in the sideboard, Pestilent Haze. Three mana, 
Sorcery, choose one. All creatures get minus two, minus two until end of turn, or remove two loyalty counters from, from each planeswalker. So this is a board wipe for smaller things, anything that's uh, two toughness, and there's so many mana dorks that are two toughness, so this will wipe them out and really set them back, and so for the, the that's for the ramp decks, and then you've also got a minus for any of these aggro decks, white weenie aggro, red weenie aggro, and so forth. Pestle and Haze gets them all. And lastly, again, if you're dealing with a lot of burn and uh, life is a problem, Radiant Fountain. When Radiant Fountain, this land, when it comes into play, gain two life. Then it gives you colorless mana. So you can swap these lands uh, for a couple of those swamps. And uh, you'll also be getting life plus the Sanctum to kind of keep at bay some of the damage from those red decks. So there you go. That was the update to the Planeswalker deck. The Corsa 21, Liliana, Death Mage, Planeswalker deck. There's many ways to upgrade it. I could combine it with other colors, make it dual colors in in Demir colors or Orzhov or whatever you want, any any other colors. You can also add in more, more rare and mythic rare cards if you want. You can also go through the full breadth of standard or make a historic deck. And guess what? As I said, this episode of the podcast is a preview for the Monday episode, the video version, where I do just that. I have a standard version of the build and a historic version. Hope you come back to listen to that. You'll find it on patreon.com slash vmcampos. You can pledge for $1 to unlock all the good stuff. At the $2 range, I'll actually mail you vintage magic cards in appreciation. Or you can simply follow for free to keep up to date with everything that I do. If you can't pledge at the moment, no problem. Simply like, follow, subscribe, turn on notifications, comment, all that good stuff. Really appreciate it. In any event, this has been VM Campos, and I'll see you in the arena.